Unfortunately, it's uh, it's a 720p screenshot uh, blown up on a 4K monitor. Well, it's not too bad. It just looks a little dusty, like there's a fog in the air. The atmosphere is, is quite fitting. It's a dirty planet, after all. <laughs> it's a dirty it's planet. Yeah, it, 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 it looks disgusting organics. Come on. <laughs> It gives everything a sleepy look, you know, like uh, a, a, as sleepy as some of the performances these voice actors give. Oh, man. Oh. Too much energy. Hooray! You're Silverbolt. Beast Wars once and for all. Titor, what have you done? I am giving this episode no Energon. What yeah. are you, a Quintesson? This is no Energon. Fuck it. I, I can't. Sigma you balls, Gary! <laughs> Welcome to episode 95 of Too Much Energon, the weekly podcast where we talk about Beast Wars shit and talk shit about Beast Wars, coming to you live from a mysterious floating mountain hidden somewhere on planet Energon. I'm The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm your other host, NeoCal. And this week we also have a special guest host making her return to the podcast from the Stasis Lock podcast, uh, guest host Candice. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Yeah. I can't believe you fell for it. <laughs> <laughs> all according to plan. No, it's all part of the plan. That's right. Nice. nice. <laughs> I'm not a man with a plan. I'm like a dog chasing cars. <laughs> so, I wouldn't know what to do with it if I caught it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, uh, I just I just do things. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Uh, I I actually watched it last night. Oh, nice. <laughs> damn! Funny enough, it was a very uh, I I was a, a few drinks in, and uh, I I I think I saw like um something on YouTube that was like top ten moments from The Dark Knight or something, and I started watching it, and I got That'll like I got like five minutes into the video, and I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna watch the movie. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I did, and here we are. And here we I are. Mean. I keep telling myself I want to watch it. I got to watch it. Eh, and I keep forgetting things keep coming on other shows and networks and stuff to watch. And I'm just, eh, I keep it's like every time we, we say, oh, we're, we're going to watch the rest of this show. Yeah. No, nope. what was I watching? We always do. <laughs> I often forget. Yeah. yeah. Months go by. What was I watching? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows. I don't remember where I left off. So I guess I should watch it all over again. Or I've been just doing not that at all. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot lately. Um, I've been like sitting down, like I'll get home from work and I'll sit down and be like, okay, so what shows am I watching right now? And like, I can't remember. And then I'll, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll just watch like Breaking Bad again or something like that. And then like two days later, I'll be like, fuck, I should have watched whatever. <laughs> I should have yep. watched the latest yep. episode of She Hulk. What the fuck's wrong with me? That you wanted to watch an episode of She-Hulk. That's what's wrong with you. 
Hey, that show's pretty. <laughs> that show's pretty good. A lot of people are are dunking on it hard. Really? Yeah. I haven't have watched it. it, but have you seen it, Candace? I haven't. I want to, but again, one of those things just keeps slipping by because I'm never on Disney Plus. I forget. Uh, same. Same. I can't bring myself I have to it, pay but for I'm just, it. I can't. Ah, no, I, I, I use my friend's account. So oh, <laughs> busted. <laughs> Disney's definitely going to be watching this. You never know Mr. who it is. Mr. Disney <laughs> himself. I'm Hanks. Oh, sorry. He's basically <laughs> Disney, right? <laughs> yeah. Walt Hanks. Well, that, there we go. Thank you. Walt Hanks. I, I'm actually kind of surprised, Cal. I haven't given you my login for Disney Plus because I've given it to like, Ooh. I think like three. I wasn't sure if that it. was even, even a possible. Yeah. 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 I can give you my login for it. Oh, dang. Sweet. <laughs> you hear that? Now I can watch Hook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'd be funny if Hook isn't even on Disney Plus. I would be shocked. Ooh. Is it even then, a is it even a it Disney is, movie? Isn't it? I'm pretty sure. I was pretty sure. Is it? Okay, time Hold for some. Oh, got me thinking. Time for some legitimate <laughs> journalism here. Hook. Hook film, directed by Steven Spielberg. Prime. Prime. No, it, it's not a Disney movie. It was released oh. by uh, TriStar Pictures, which is owned by Sony. Uh, by Sony. Wow. I mean, this time I thought wow. it was Disney. I mean, it's Peter because Pan. the um, animated movie was. Yeah, right. that's what I'm thinking of. And Peter Pan is a public domain character. Hmm. I know Hook because is I too. Well, and uh, like I, I know he's a public domain character because I've, I, you see, I worked at a video store at one point in my life, and I, I, I saw lots of shitty like direct-to-video like Peter Pan movies coming out. People ask, is Hook available on Netflix? Now that Hook is streaming on Netflix, blah 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 turned me into a tiny contrarian to see left me blah blah blah. I had a lot more fun rewatching Hook as a gay adult than I did watching it as a child because the movie is pretty darn gay. Why did Google show me that as the, the front page? Yeah, I don't know, NeoCal. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> uh, Cal, being the 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 person who uh, says that he that Google gives you search results tailored to your own interests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said that, but then the last time we like checked that, we had the exact answers for something. So. Yeah, I yeah, don't even we, know anymore, man. <laughs> yeah, we put this to the test recently on uh, it was this podcast or one of the one of the million podcasts that we do. Uh, we we put that to the test, and we both we went to Google and Bing. And we both searched the exact same thing and got the exact same results. Huh. Which is weird because like four ish months prior, we had tested it before and we got like different results. Oh, that's hmm. interesting. Hmm. Uh, what were you searching between there that changed the algorithm? Something changed the <laughs> algorithm. Uh, I think the AI was probably is probably like they're on to us. Oh, they synced our yeah. they synced our searches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Skynet. Exactly. They're on to us. We need we need to stop this. Laser comb is on to us. You're just gonna get your door like kicked, kicked in, and you're not gonna be there anymore. And 
Ooh. police officer is going to hold up a picture and be like, have you seen this boy? <laughs> <laughs> to your aunt and uncle. <laughs> and then I just show back up the following week to record, like wearing shades. I just sit down and I'm like, <laughs> I am the siege here to record. I am the siege here to record. Welcome How to are you? Welcome to too much energy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to surplus energon. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Speaking of energon, uh uh Candace, you had mentioned to me off air that you were recently at a uh you took a trip. Did you? I did take a trip. I took a long eight-hour flight over to England for my first time ever crossing the pond. And nice. um, it happened because there was a Transformers convention going on there called TF Nation. Very and nice. uh, Gary Chalk was one of the guests. So as some of you may know, I tried to sell some of my artwork with him at his table. And I thought, why not give this a shot? I have a lot of friends over there I've never met in person. So I thought it was the perfect opportunity. They're all Transformers fans. So right. uh, I headed on over there. I flew by myself because I'm a big girl now. That's and, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, um, but from the airport was like a, uh, like a two hour drive or two or three hour drive over to Birmingham, which is where the convention was for that weekend. And then, um, and it was really, it was really fun. We had some whoopsies. And we had some big, big things that went on. Like uh, Gary had a concert he did live with his guitar. And it was, it blew everybody away. I thought it was really, really good. I kept telling him it was amazing. He's like, yeah, hey, it was all right. It was like an hour and a half. I said, Gary, I have the full video. It was 45 minutes. I don't know where you're getting this hour and a half from. <laughs> it was 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, it was? God, I was singing up there for an hour. It felt longer. Yeah. Pretty funny. Pretty it funny. felt but, longer oh, but, because he didn't want to be there. No. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's it's that common idea that like when you're having fun or you really are enjoying yourself, time flies. Yeah. And then say. when you're not having fun or you're like like counting the minutes or whatever, it it feels way longer than it is. Yeah. But yep. it could right. also just be artist time. Right? Because you're true. singing, you're performing like at the same time. Yeah. It's taxing. It was also very hot. It was hot over there at the time um, and oh. humid. So right. I don't know if you guys don't know it, but England doesn't really have air conditioning. I mean, some most hotels I do. They most do, I things think. this high in, you know, like latitude wise, la latitude, longitude. North of, north of the equator. <laughs> there we go. Um, tend not to. Like a lot of places in Canada outside of um, like businesses don't really have air conditioning. Until climate change has made people uh, yes. come yes. around. Well, I that. was afraid because just a few weeks before their runways were like melting and their train tracks were buckling under the heat and the sun. I'm like, wow, what's going to happen Jesus. when I show? Am I going to be able to land anywhere over there? What's, what's going on? Yes, it was a we're going to fly real low. We're going to put <laughs> down a whole out. bunch of bouncy castles and we're Talk just going to gonna push everybody out. <laughs> They got those flotation things on the sides of the planes, right? They fold out and just oh yeah, those inflatable slides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always wanted 
this this sounds morbid and it is now that i'm about to say it out loud i always wanted to slide down one of those but then i thought about the conditions of which you would need to and maybe i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't you know maybe you shouldn't yeah i i, I just am alive at least <laughs> Yeah. I just imagine they give people like uh, they give everyone capes and everyone jumps out and does like the Batman wing spread. Yes, dun, but it doesn't dun, slow dun, them dun, down. Dun, it just dun, makes dun, them feel cool before they <laughs> splat on the ground. <laughs> I have ways of making him talk. <laughs> okay, so um, uh, uh, quick tangent. He's a squealer. <laughs> the Batman, the Batman, the 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 latest uh, Batman film. Wasn't as high on it as a lot of people, but I did like the fact that they made a joke out of that scene and uh, that thing that Batman does in the movie. Because at one point in that movie, Robert Pattinson does the like big like wing spread thing, and he actually like crashes into the side of a bridge <laughs> and falls. <laughs> he's Jeez, like trying spoilers. He's, no, like, trying to... he's like trying to like uh, swoop down. He's like jumps and he's like swooping down, and he like goes under like an overpass or something. And instead of like gracefully like say it like gliding underneath of it, he just like crashes into the side of it and falls on the ground. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, because why would? How would you just be automatically good at something like that? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah good point. Batman uh, so how... never makes mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so how was the, uh, the, how did you mention you were like selling art at the convention? How did that go? Oh, I did pretty well. I did pretty well. I was um, surprised. Nice. Of course, a lot of it, a lot of it on his table is my stuff anyway, because I put this together graphically. I put this together, put this together. And then there's, you know, my artwork in general that, that people, they actually pick it out and they buy it. Hooray. That's got to feel good. I mean, like, right. I, I've seen your art on uh, Instagram, and I, I've said this to you before, but your art's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not sure the black and white pencil work does very, very well, because people like the colors. They like things popping on right. on their prints. And mine, mine's very, it's kind of three-dimensional, but it's also flat. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's, In the sense that I don't know. It's when different. it comes to, like, color shading. Because yeah. you're shading with pencils and stuff like that. That being said, it doesn't mean that you can't team up with a, what are they called, an illustrator? Somebody that's specifically not good at <laughs> um, <laughs> line art. Right. That could like digitally or like otherwise, you could kind of team up with that. But it also depends on what you're you talking with. Are you talking about an inker or a colorist? Or an inker, yeah. Or Sorry, a colorist. Yeah, a colorist, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and that that could like work out but Man, it would also be like if you even want to see your <laughs> if you right. even want to see your art like colored by someone else there was um someone who did color one of my pieces and it looked like something out of the freaking show he did such a good job it was it was really cool my uh oh nice transmetal tarantulas um really really old drawing that i did way back when um, was that yeah, an so instagram that seems familiar Oh yeah, it's, it might be. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was very hot. So, it, yes, that's right. We were talking <laughs> about the heat. Oh, that was it was it was hot. I mean, you go in restaurants, there's no AC, and I'm in Pennsylvania. Everything's AC over here, you know. <laughs> so I'm quite used to that. However, I'm also used to walking back and forth to work in jeans in 90 degrees, humid, 
Yes, that's what I'm saying, Stark. Exactly. <laughs> he jumps in once in a while. Um, Everybody <laughs> loves cat cameos. <laughs> right, Stark? No? You got nothing now? Nothing. Yeah, that's what there I um, so, um, So for me, it wasn't too bad, but there was one time when we went to London and we were in the British Museum. I'm going to embarrass myself right now. Uh-oh. This has never happened to me before. And um, the British Museum, there was only like one section that was AC. The rest of it was all just heat and humidity. And well, we had water with us, but we're kind of walking around for quite a while, probably longer than I thought we were. And um, we get down to get some lunch and I'm eating and I'm just sitting. I'm like, wow, I just don't feel good at all. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm thinking, well, is this one of those times where if I just go to the bathroom and just regurgitate, I'll feel better? Is this what's going on? So I kind of sat there and like, well, I really don't feel good. And I was really embarrassed because uh, I was with Gary and his cousin. And they were like, well, what do you want to do? You want to find a bathroom? Like, yeah, I really think I should just, just in case, I'm going to go find a bathroom. It's so embarrassing. So I went, did my thing. I threw up my entire lunch. And, but I felt better and, and I started to think maybe it was heat exhaustion because I was not sick at all. I didn't have a virus. I didn't have COVID. It was just one of these one-time things where I was just really, really nauseous. And once I did that, felt better and came back down and drank heat exhaustion a little bit of water. Can do that. Yeah, exactly. It causes um, nausea. And, yeah, it's and, very, it's, if you haven't had it before too, it. It's, it's not obvious. I've only had it no. once or twice. And only in hindsight was I like, oh, okay. That's, yeah. That must have been what it was. Right. So that's how, how I felt, too. I wasn't feeling sick, like a stomach flu. It was just a, oh, maybe I ate too much all of a sudden and my body wasn't adjusting or, or whatever. I, I don't know. But after that, though, I was like, okay, let's go. What else are we going to go see? I was fine. And the rest of the day, I had something later on for dinner. Totally fine. So... Thank goodness it wasn't anything Candace like this. Candace won England zero. <laughs> so this was during that uh, that heat wave that was going on in England. Yeah, that I was yeah. uh, hearing about because oh, I, I I know quite a few people in the UK. Um, we actually uh, in our neck of the woods, uh, Vancouver Island, British Columbia, we were going through a heat wave at the exact same time. In fact, this summer has pretty much just been one long heat wave, and our temperatures were around what they were in. Uh, uh in in england at the exact same time which is really bizarre but around like 100 degrees fahrenheit mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it's same here in pennsylvania it was basically the same i was hoping to go over there to get some relief but it was the same damn temperatures and humidity and <laughs> you're sweating the whole time you're walking around jeez and i should be used to it because i lived here in pennsylvania my whole life and that's what every summer is now actually it's getting worse i think it's this this August we just had was above average temperatures almost every day. Yep. 90s to 100 degrees, sunny, no rain. It was awful. It's better now a little bit. Yeah, I've gone on record saying that I think the world's coming to an end. So. <laughs> oh, so dramatic. Bring so dramatic. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the moon is just going to convert into a planet buster and start uh, superheating all of the energon <sighs> deposits. That, that's what's going on. It's just, it's going on a lot more subtly than it did in, uh, you know, four million years ago. And they're going to launch a pod at it. <laughs> There's going to be a gorilla inside. No, Gary no. himself is going to no, jump into no. a stasis pod and fly. <laughs> <That's> terrible. 
<laughs> no, it's gonna be um the the ghost of uh, Harambe. <laughs> Remember that dead meme? Too soon. And he's gonna bang on the the glass and yell Megatron. <laughs> I, I remember if only. people were doing in uh, Victoria. I was living in Victoria at the time. Uh, I remember people were all around t downtown were doing Harambe graffiti. Like even oh, at like I never at, liked that meme, man. I'm no, sorry. I, no, I didn't. I didn't either. But like people were doing it even like a couple of years after that meme had died. And it I'm took like forever to die. I'm like, please just stop. Yeah. I don't want genitals out for any gorilla. What? I didn't even know what you guys were talking about. Thank God. Yeah, that, <laughs> we'll just yeah, leave it at that. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, it's stupid and crude and gross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, 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 back to more. I'm so off. glad that you have no idea what we're talking about. No. Yeah, me no. too. Back to more wholesomeness, though. So uh, how was how was the uh, the convention otherwise? Oh, it was great. Everybody was so friendly. Every and what's really neat is um, over there because England is surrounded by so many different countries. You know, over here you have America, Canada, sorry, North. You have North America and you have South America. That's it. It's there's not much difference between accents. And I mean, a little bit like regional and stuff. But um, over there, it's like whole different countries surrounding England. So you have like fans from. Uh, Germany and Turkey and Italy, Russia, all these fans coming over for this convention. So it was really cool to, to sit there with Gary and, and hear all these accents and, and different languages. English is more widespread there. So you get a huge gambit yeah. in England yeah. really um, cool. or anywhere in Europe, you get a huge gambit of, especially for conventions that aren't that commonplace, I imagine. Because it's like, what? Like, you came from Canada, which is way bigger trip than literally anywhere in Europe to England. Right. <laughs> right. right? Like, people forget, like, traveling across Europe is like a train ride. It it's is. Like a two day, yeah. yeah. Like, the countries are really, actually, really small. And you get yeah. used to Canada or America, where it takes like a week or more of a road trip. <laughs> to drive right. across that one, but like you yep. can drive from like one end to the other in days in in europe right um and yeah, yeah really i guess cool. that is an interesting observation that because all the countries are packed so tightly the accents are still like so varied whereas like oh, you yeah. have to drive like hundreds of miles in america or th it feels like thousands in canada before you hit <laughs> a different accent but oh even in canada Oh, I, I, oh, yeah. I, I can poke a hole in that because <laughs> oh? uh, there, there is a there is an accent that is very specific to uh, rural rural South Nanaimo. Very, very specific. Oh, 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 there is, and I didn't really take notice of it until I, I moved back up here from Victoria, oh. and. Uh, I, I'm now working. I, I'm not living in Nanaimo at the moment. I'm about to. I'm moving again soon, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah. So what you're saying is there. But I. But I work. Funny. <laughs> but I. But I work in. Uh, I, I work in South Nanaimo, and there there is a there is a very specific accent to that area. Well, let's hear it. Uh, I. Oh, let's see if I can do it. It's. It, I, I can't really do it, but How, it, it, can it's... you describe the the ruckus? 
I, it, it's a lot of people's uh, like ending, inserting the word fucking into sentences. I kind of know what you mean because I mean where we met was South Nanaimo. Well, not that South Nanaimo, but where we worked, we got a lot of that. It's basically like a South Nanaimo redneck accent. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it, I've only ever encountered it there. Interesting. Yeah, it's. Oh. I, I, I know this is terrible for for an audio based show that I can't really like actually do it myself. But rest assured, uh, go to uh, uh, the Cedar accent specifically. Rest assured, well. never go there. Rest assured, never go there because you're 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 not missing anything. Uh, but speaking of not missing anything, this is episode 95 of Too Much Energon, and this week we are talking about Transformers War for Cybertron Kingdom, episode one. It originally, along with the entire season, originally released on Netflix on July 29th, 2021, which we actually recorded episode 50 of Too Much Energon on that day. Because we, I remember we had uh, uh, Dan from the What the Famicom podcast on that episode, also from Pennsylvania. Interesting. Everyone's enough. from Pennsylvania. We actually have a lot of listeners and friends of the show who are from PA. It's <laughs> it's actually kind of strange. <laughs> yeah, it keeps coming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh look, that's the uh, that's the um, the uh, the state dance. <laughs> That's our, it's three that's our raise wave. the roofs and then it's a, yeah. it's a wave. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually PA. It's actually becoming like um like uh be because of this and the other shows that we do like having like a a really high number of listeners from Pennsylvania. It seems I'm actually getting to a point where I'm starting to recognize uh, the accent, like. There've been a couple instances where I've heard someone speak and been like, are they from Pennsylvania? And then lo and behold, and then I'll ask and then lo and behold, yes, yes, they are. Or I'll look them up or whatever. Really? Yeah. It's that's uh, something else we got over there in England a lot was, Hey, your accent, you sound like you're from Canada. I mean, not me because Gary is from Canada. I'm from Pennsylvania in the United States. So of course they didn't really guess mine, but his yeah i was like really can you can pick out his I, I don't think he has an accent to me he must though if other people recognize that, next a. next he doesn't <laughs> say a a lot but <laughs> the, the, this is completely unrelated to anything but next time you talk to gary tell him uh, i loved him in the nick fury agent of shield movie starring <laughs> david hasselhoff yes <laughs> He yeah, was he was dumb dumb oh, dug yeah, in. Yeah, I remember that role. Was we did this and David Hasselhoff was really nice guy. Blah blah blah, and he'll go on and on about it. <laughs> hey, Gary, I just wanted to say that so and so said <laughs> like to me that. Well, jeez, <laughs> also as Colonel Chekhov in Stargate. Oh yeah, yes, always. Yeah, that was someone came up to his table and said, "I'm a really big fan of Stargate. I loved your Colonel Chekhov character." Blah blah blah, and she was just about to walk away. And I'm like, Gary, do the do the checkup for her. What the hell? I'll just sit there and they'll make chit chat. Do the voice for her, you know? <laughs> so right. Dance, monkey. Dance. That's right. <laughs> 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 so he said to someone else, he's like, I'm the boss monkey, but she's the boss. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. That's funny. <laughs> he called himself the boss monkey. Uh, 
Anyway, but yeah, I suspect, but if you hear somebody from Philadelphia, I know they have an accent. Um, probably on the western side of Pennsylvania, there's an accent over there. But I, if I have anything, it's probably more close to Jersey or a Dutch, Pennsylvania Dutch kind of thing. Mm. I don't know. My sister says a lot of words like dog and talk, sauce. So we make fun of her a lot. For, I don't say it like it's sauce, not sauce. <laughs> It's not dog, it's dog. <laughs> yeah, it's not dog, it's dog. <laughs> it's not sauce, it's source. <laughs> Cheers. <clears throat> Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. <laughs> I That's just the way I speak, damn it. Uh, speaking of, well, actually, not a smooth segue at all. Actually, but... yeah. Oh, yeah Voices, all... <laughs> accents in general. We, um, we have some special um, characters introduced this episode. So the episode opens, uh, picking up right where uh, War for Cybertron Earthrise left off. Uh, the Nemesis and the, the Ark are crashing into an atmosphere of the planet that we know and love as Planet Energon. Um, and something weird is going on in this uh, in this scene. So we we see a, a pretty great shot of the the Nemesis like crashing, like going down, like crashing into Earth's atmosphere. Inside, Megatron, uh, G1 Megatron, is holding on to something. He's holding on to something. I don't know what it is, but he looks like he's dangling, like he's holding on, like he's going to fall if he lets go. But then right beneath him, we see like Starscream and Soundwave and whatnot are in free fall. Like they're, they're, they're just floating. floating. They're floating. He's just probably stabilizing himself. But he was swinging around like he, yeah, like, like he was gravity dangling. was pulling him down. Yeah. Oh. Maybe the gravitational dampeners are on the fritz. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's, it, there, <laughs> there are a thousand tiny little things that upon review, you go, wait a second, that doesn't make sense. That don't ever matter. <laughs> oh, no, War for matter. Cybertron. <laughs> well, that's why we have this show. Um, but they ultimately don't really affect the, uh, the the how the the entirety of the episode except yeah. when they're just like weird or like they actually contradict itself uh i don't think this well i i have i'll have more to say about some uh, stuff about that later a film critic i'm a big fan of has said and i'm going to paraphrase this but he has said that um when people start nitpicking a thing especially like even like especially on like first or second glance they start nitpicking a thing it's because the story isn't compelling enough it's not doing its, its job at being compelling enough to distract you away from like little minor pro hmm. issues yeah because if the story is compelling enough or the dialogue or the action or whatever is interesting enough people don't care yeah you just you don't pay attention to it but if you start like nitpicking little details like i am with this then i didn't even notice that yeah yeah then uh then we got a problem hmm. first <laughs> of many maybe <laughs> the first of many i tried uh, to put aside my nostalgia hat and my judgment mm -hmm. hat and watch it very neutrally that being said i still have many things to say <laughs> many things to say so yeah the the, the ships crash land um they uh bumblebee makes the the observation he's like oh this must be one of them organic planets 
he kind of says with like a, the bit of disgust in his voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, an entire planet filled with nothing but filthy organics. <laughs> Whoops, that's a uh, Megatron in the future there. <laughs> <laughs> Not this Megatron though. Uh. Oh. We're so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We like this is kind of beating a dead horse, but we are going to be um, kind of picking. Well, apart what do we the... do on this show? We're we're going to be. <laughs> we talk about Beast Wars shit, and we talk shit about Beast Wars. We talk shit about, Beast and Wars. we joyfully do. I think the the things I like the most when I'm listening to podcasts or shows or whatever is somebody just fucking destroying something I really like. Because I'm like, right? And and this is why. And I've told this, I've I've talked about this on, on air before. There's nothing nothing worse, especially about that second Spider-Man movie, like Far From Home, I think it was called, or Away From uh any anyways, there's nothing worse than something Peter Parker's that, European vacation. Peter Parker's <laughs> European vacation. There's nothing worse than a movie or a TV show that has the potential to be really good and it, then it just fucking isn't it, uh, that's worse for me than a, a movie or a show that's just kind of bad all the way through i i've gone on record in saying that i feel that way about josh trank's fantastic four reboot from 2015 that movie oh, had a lot of potential but like falls flat on its face immediately which, which makes you <laughs> like nitpick or dislike it more because like you can see that it can be great and uh kingdom my my dude uh i don't think we had anything bad to say about any single episode in in earthrise that may change <laughs> come kingdom so um yeah what do we got we got a whole bunch of uh autobots kind of freaking out being like well if te teletrans down and we survived then then megatron must be alive too i i, I like the way so yeah uh teletran one is like muttering it's just like muttering yeah. to itself and they're they're pointing they're they're noticing that which for for an ai computer to be audibly muttering to itself i think is actually kind of fucking stupid i oh i i was going to say that that's endearing to me oh i like that like he's doing internal repairs right right um, he was also, uh, it, they, it, they, they were deciphering, um, all the code that they got when they jumped through that space gate. Right. So they were like mind overloaded already. And in my head, they're muttering to themselves because they're trying to get their systems back online and decipher that. And I actually like that personification of Teletran one. Yeah, fair enough. But so Optimus Prime. I, I found I, I found this line like really funny at first. Optimus Prime says, Autobots, we have survived our crash. And then he pauses and I'm like, really? I don't say. <laughs> we have survived our crash. But then he follows it up with uh we we must assume the the Decepticons ha have done the same. But I just at like when you first hear it i'm just like really buddy captain so, obvious siege and i siege and i now that we've been reviewing because we've been doing all of war for cybertron yeah right, candace have you watched all of it by any chance i have okay a while cool ago. um in review 
Um, <laughs> Optimus Prime is kind of like Captain Obvious Prime. <laughs> In like every episode, he's like, "Ah, I see you." Obvious come back. Prime. That's his new name. Obvious Prime. Yeah. Yes, Obvious Prime. Yeah, I, I made that joke like it. a like four episodes ago or whatever, but it never stuck. Yeah, Obvious Prime, and he'll be like, "Ah, oh, I see you've returned with the Energon." Slower. Yeah, I'm holding it in my hand, dog. <laughs> it's like that, but like dozens of times throughout the whole show, and I'm like. He's not wise. He just goes, ah, it appears that Megatron is after the all spark too. You're just saying what everybody knows. <laughs> like, it, has he done anything wise? Has he done anything um, good as acting leader? No, no. Um, and indeed we get an alternate version of the Maximals coming up in a bit who are all kind of assholes and nothing like <laughs> beast. They kind of are assholes. Should I, should we, should we jump in? Yeah. Let's, how they meet? Let's, yeah, Just, let's do it. Okay. One, nothing like the actual Maximals. What would the Max, Candace, what would the Maximals do if they found an obvious um, uh, spaceship landed? Specifically one that they recognize as the Autobot Ark. Let's pretend they're well, idiots what? and they don't <laughs> recognize to, uh, the Ark. Let's pretend Let's that pre they're idiots. <laughs> say. Huge stretch of the imagination, I know. But what would they probably do? Well, I would think they would um, maybe try to communicate or investigate from the outside. They wouldn't like infiltrate it. Air Razor would probably fly overhead or they'd yes. send Rat Trap or a Tigertron to on. do recon, right? Yes. And then upon discovery that they're a sentient life, they wouldn't just attack them. When have they ever done that? They'd no. always, they, they try to communicate. Always. Yeah, I, I was going to say Gary yeah. would immediately just be like, uh, Gary Primal would be like, we need to establish contact. They could be friends. Always, 100% of the time. Even when it's obvious, something Even, sketchy, yeah. Primal will always try to be peaceful first. Yes, yes. Cautious, but, but like was, peaceful. And I was thinking that, I was just watching it again, just to refresh my memory. I can't believe I watched it again. But, um, <laughs> and then and then Primal saying, oh, basically I thought you were like Nemesis Prime or whatever the hell he was talking about. Like, oh, okay, so maybe they thought they were bad guys, but still, I don't think they would react like they wouldn't like automatically attack. What if they're wrong? Somebody would be like, that's, whoa, whoa, that's whoa. very, and then like, the Predacons have the opposite. We'll get into that oh, later, yeah. but right. they, the opposite, they act the opposite way than they actually would. The Predacons right. would bust in, you know, beast mode, start effing shit up <laughs> and then talk things out. Like maybe, but it was the maybe. interrogate. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so anyways, do you, we've been calling, uh, Optimus Primal Gary was, it wasn't <laughs> okay. before we had you on the, at no, some point we I, just started calling him Gary. I coined the term Gary Primal when I was writing up the, um, Primal. the description for when we reviewed that Japanese beast Wars movie 
where the uh, Optimus Primal like shows up and helps Lyle Convoy. Oh, yeah. I so when I was writing the description for that episode, I wrote uh, Optimus Lion. I called uh, Lyle Convoy <laughs> Optimus Lion. Lion, and and I was like, what can I? I was like, okay, so I I made up a dumb name for uh, Lyle Convoy. <laughs> an even dumber name than Lyle Convoy. I'm like, what? So Optimus Lion, what can I call Optimus Primal? And I'm like, Gary, Gary Primal. And since then, like we've just, we've been calling Optimus Primal, Gary Primal. And then when we started War for Cybertron, we just called Optimus Prime, Gary. Like he's just been Gary the entire time, even though it's not Primal. But uh, now we're at an awkward position uh because so i looked up, we have the uh, real <laughs> gary primal so well, i look so this uh optimus primal in this show is voiced by a guy named justin luther um so uh i i'm gonna call him justin now from now on they didn't say maximize they didn't say maximize and they make that classic like g1 transformer sound when they transform which i don't like they couldn't like make they're up supposed their to own go and like remember how yeah and beast wars each one had like like a, a noise an animalistic noise they made, and, like, yeah they had that animal transformation sound, sound. Yes. yes yeah each character had you a could, different sound when they, they transformed dinobot's iconic they, sound with the they wouldn't even have to be on the screen and you could hear him in the background transforming thank you. you know who it was like, but oh, they just dinobot. gave them thank oh, you we're all red together right they gave them g1 they gave them G1 um, yeah. transformation Why? sounds, but they're not Autobots. Yeah, they're, no. they're new. Also, they should have new sounds. They're in scale with the G1 Transformers, yes. which I don't oh, like. Go, okay, go. So, it's like. Okay, so we have like a cheetah that's the size of a fucking semi-truck? Like, really? <laughs> and also, one thing that they noticed is, and they did kind of scout them out at first, but not really. They're like, hey, uh, I'm picking something up on the sensors. And they look out and there's a cheetah there but it's it's an organic planet and as we recall when they're in beast mode they cannot be detected as Correct. machine life forms Correct. so why would they think biological life like a cheetah is out of place they wouldn't they just go oh it's the wildlife but instead they see a cheetah and they're like oh check it out oh see where he's going hey he's leaving and i'm like but what <laughs> if it's he? just a cheetah to be Maybe fair though to be fair, though, if they've never been on an organic planet before, they could see. They'd probably like, freak out at. They, they wouldn't know what that thing is. Like, <laughs> like as far as they fair, fair. Like that thing could be like the most dominant life form on the planet, and could be like hyper intelligent. Like yeah, they, cheetah they, civilization. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, planet of the cheetahs. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> only only one of these beasts will the planet take over. <laughs> that's prime <laughs> planet of the primes <laughs> um so okay so some things aside i'm going to give the episode and kingdom in general some of a pass it, not a pass for everything but some of a pass because the timeline's been changed so right. let's get all mm -hmm. of those problem okay. things out of the bag one they're supposed to be way smaller than g1 yeah yeah as right? i mentioned they're in this show they're in scale which i don't like so the timeline happened and they never let's just assume they we know it's because they need to sell toys and they need to interact with each other <laughs> if primal was the size like if if like let, yeah justin is what you're calling him yeah um if justin primal if primal could fit in justin's hand 
uh, yeah. obvious Prime's hand, <laughs> that would be that wouldn't like really work. They wouldn't be as powerful, right? right. And uh, it's an alternate timeline where these Maximals they still all found the same forms, but they're all assholes. <laughs> I yep. So so yeah so the so. <laughs> so so these Maximals their first maneuver is they just straight up attack the Autobots. But like kind of in animal form as they're just like hanging out in the dark places of the and they've got red eyes. Ooh, and they're they're scary and oh, they're like the bad guys. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, some of them, a lot of them did have like red eyes, but it's weird when you see Rhinox run in and he's got like red eyes and it's like her and he's like trying to fight them. And I'm like, Rhinox wouldn't fucking do that. What's going on? And they're they're fighting each other. And like Tigatron is like wrestling with like rc yeah. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm like what yeah, what? <laughs> yeah rhinox gonna... rhinox would come uh barreling in and be like all right guys who wants a beer <laughs> <laughs> on or, me or, or here's the new friends <laughs> <laughs> uh, bean beans growing out front um i was a little confused the whole attacking thing right but then obvious prime is holding that big that big weapon what the hell would you call it i don't know the big weapon, it, like it, a scythe it, or something whatever it, it's a, it's um obvious prime has his like his g1 axe oh, he's got his g1 axe, axe. that's the axe yeah. yes and it has the autobot symbol on it and obviously they have justin looking at it and be like mm, you're an autobot so we're gonna attack you anyway i don't know and then still being an yeah asshole. they go to like fight each other why did he look at that and be like still fighting and being a jerk? Well, and Justin that didn't make sense to me. They should Ju know what the arc is, like Justin Steve said. Justin sees uh, obvious Prime and immediately starts calling him Nemesis. Yes, That's yeah. fair because we, as we find out what? later in the show, in their future, Optimus Prime gets reformatted by Unicron as Nemesis Prime. Here's and that makes sense because obvious Prime during War for Cybertron is a terrible it goes leader. back and forth but like almost <laughs> worse than megatron yeah yeah I, it's just like well one commits genocide but the other like de destroys the core energy of a, of a planet and indeed oh. he's like hey you're if you're from the past or like well whatever and you're a good guy and you're actually a prime did you take the the all spark an obvious prime's like <laughs> okay the thing i had to bro hey hold whoa now let let me explain okay okay so here's one thing i want to uh, what i want to point out about this scene too is uh justin is calling uh, obvious prime nemesis mm -hmm. and obvious prime himself is like what the you mean the decepticon ship yeah Here, now here's the thing if a character within the show is confused about the naming conventions going on maybe you should name use different a different name if a character in the show is confused about what another character is talking about when they say the word nemesis that's i think that's kind of indicative of a problem it's also confusing to the viewers like you think the younger viewers watching it are like wait what that's or my point not, yeah maybe they're not even paying attention but oh, uh, <laughs> cal's muted oh i'm silly uh if the ship is named sorry there was like cars and that creaking oh, yeah, sound yeah. blah 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 um if that 
like both of you are saying, if the ship is named Nemesis, okay, so is this canon from something else? Prime being evil and being named Nemesis, is this from like a comic or another show I haven't watched, Sage? Nemesis Prime? Yeah, it's it's from the comics. And there is, it. it's a name that was uh, uh, assigned, I think, in the Dreamwave comics line from like the 2000s. Um, but uh, assigned to basically his name onto the, the the black redeco of mm-hmm. uh optimus prime yeah. scourge as he was originally known as in like robots in disguise so couldn't they either have called him scourge or something other than nemesis and yeah. still still <laughs> still <laughs> have still have done a callback to nemesis prime but not call him that because as i've learned the term from siege when you hang a lantern on something that doesn't make it okay it just means that the show knows it's fucking dumb like the viewer (laughs) does right because when he's like oh nice try nemesis and he's like what the ship i'm not a ship and i'm like i'm a truck i'm a truck (laughs) obvious prime truck you, you ape, me, me truck. Um, <laughs> and Rhinox is like, damn right, I know a truck when I see one. Hoo hoo! <laughs> High five! <laughs> Fuck Biden, am I right? And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, it's, thank you. So obvious all three of us thought it was dumb. And here's the thing. I don't, I like the war for Cybertron. And and you're going to hear this from me. And um, Candace will be free of this because you don't have to watch the rest of it with us. (laughs) It's so rushed. It's like, can we just like chill and like meet the characters and hang out? Like, for instance, Rhinox. Have Rhinox hang out with. uh, who's the scientist guy with the when he talks the sides? Wheeljack. Up. Rhinox and Wheeljack together would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? They could repair on things. They could talk like science stuff. Right? Share a beer. Um, <laughs> like get Rat Trap with... Uh, maybe not. Oh, well, maybe it'd be good for Bumblebee. Get Rat Trap or like Cheetor with like Bumble. Like show some interactions. But because yeah. it's like, oh, God, uh, uh, there's 30 characters. Uh, go. Mm-hmm. There's no room to breathe. There's and no we only got five go. fucking episodes to breathe. Yep. And spoilers, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> I would. What I think would have been an interesting idea is if they had taken like the um, uh, the, the Marvel approach with this. Make another show with the 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 beast wars the beat the maximals and predacons and then have them cross over in another series with the autobots and decepticons so we get time to develop the maximals and predacons as we've been developing the autobots and decepticons for the past two seasons yeah and that's what's sad if there was a separate exactly (laughs) but i mean if they wanted (laughs) to do a new thing if if they wanted to do a new thing and give it room to grow have that separate Mm -hmm separate series with yeah. the the uh maximals and the predacons in this alternate universe right. yeah and they yeah. could do their own show and the voices could grow on me or whatever and they could do their own thing and like just take their time but instead it's just kind of like oh hey do you want to have a sleepover yeah bring all your toys and i'll bring all mine and so you have kids with 30 toys trying <laughs> to like tell a story and just mash them together and then they give up and they just like grab both their arms and like slam them across the the table yeah now fight 
Yeah. One of the kids hurts themselves and they have to call their mom to go home. It's <laughs> they start missing pieces, heads are coming off. Exactly. Yeah. Swords are missing. Somebody stole <laughs> somebody else's like swords yeah. and little pieces yeah. are missing. Where's Cheetor's tail? Oh, that always <laughs> falls off. <laughs> Cheetor, tail slash what have you done? Axe. What have you done? <laughs> okay, so yes, because we're gonna yeah. talk about it. It's gonna, it's gonna come up. The voices. Okay, uh, I'm gonna preface this by saying, I don't hate. I, I actually think a few of the uh, voice actors do a really good job in this show. There's some in particular I'm going to call out. Exactly. Well, I, I actually think uh, Justin does like he he's doing his very he's doing his own thing with Optimus Primal. I think he he does fine. Um, it's okay, it's not what I. It, it doesn't sound proud to me. It sounds whiny. Uh, the the guy who does the voice of Starscream, I can't remember what his name is. Um, also does Rat Trap. His Rat Trap's fine. Rat Trap oh, is Frank. fine. It's Frank, right? Yeah. It's it's fine. Yeah. Uh, who is Rat Trap voiced by? Yeah, yeah, Frank. Frank uh, uh, yeah, Frank Todaro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does a fine Rat Trap. Um, Jean Carr does the voice of Black Arachnia. She's great. Oh. Yeah. yeah, she's great. She, no, no, she yeah, is. I like, like her she is. Black she is Arachnia. great. Like top tier. Um, rapper Chris Calico does Dinobot, and again, he does his own. Di he's not doing uh, Beast Wars Dinobot. He's doing his own thing with it. He, I think he does a really good job. To me, those are kind of the standouts of the the Beast characters, the voice acting in the Beast character. Oh, and um, again, doing her own thing with it. But Air Razor, Air Razor, she's oh, she's I a actually good like actress. Air Air Razor. Yeah. yeah. And again, if you put the nostalgia aside and try to watch it as a standalone, that's fine. But some are so jarringly different, and because there's no room to breathe, they don't. They're kind of meh. There are two in particular that I am going to bash the living hell out of. Uh, and maybe it's not the f fault of the voice actors themselves, more the fault of the voice director. Right. Tigatron. I was going to... That's exactly yeah. who I was going to say <laughs> first. Go on. And, uh... Mm -hmm. It is you! Yes! Lord Megatron! I fucking hate... <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say, Tigatron is one thing. Tigatron's is meh. The thing that absolutely ruins all of this for me, nothing. Nothing more. If I could only change one thing, and that's saying a lot. Why is Megatron a sniveling fucking whiny sycophant? Right? You you did a hilarious. That's how you really feel. <laughs> yes, Lord Megatron, Megatron home, Megatron home. There's a later uh, episode in this series that I it stuck out in me, and I haven't watched these until today. I haven't watched these in a year, over a year now. There's one bit in one of the later episodes where uh, G1 Megatron gets shot, and Beast Wars Megatron quite literally, and he does it exactly like this. He's like. No! Megatron! <laughs> and he, like, goes to him and, like, puts his arms around him. I'm like, the actual fuck? It's like when they're trying to get to the place, um, I think it's episode four. It's the where they're trying to get to the place where the, the, the Allspark is, the 
like mega dome or whatever it's being kept in. <laughs> Madison. Oh, the the other mega dome, right? The other <laughs> mega dome. <laughs> The filthy organic megatome. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, um, only the strongest survive. And I'm like, what? but th that that doesn't even sound like. Let's say you've never watched Beast Wars, and you're doing this character. Which one? You're fuck you. But two, um, <laughs> like I mean, at least it. It's like the the joke that Siege and I like make. You were like, "Oh, you you watched the episode for coming on too much Energon, right? You did the one thing that is mandatory to do a review show. <laughs> you would think that that would be an obvious thing, right? Yeah. One would think that maybe if you were to play a character and the character has existed before, you might watch five, ten minutes. A compilation scene or whatever and you don't you can do something yourself with it but one thing that megatron from beast wars isn't is a sniveling whiny like starscream 2.0 <laughs> well doesn't some is, of the writing have to do with that too not just the voice acting it's the right who wrote this that they're going to turn him into this little brown noser and he just sucks. He doesn't do anything cool. He doesn't do anything on the show. Cool. Yeah, like, spoilers for the Kingdom. kingdom like, this Megatron, this T Rex Megatron sucks ass. Shakespeare villain that can think where's five the, steps ahead in Beast Wars. And where's here the we moment have exactly? Nothing. Where's the moment where he's in his like jacuzzi with his rubber ducky, <laughs> right, <laughs> holding a golden disc, and he's like, "Yes, all of the pieces are coming together. Isn't that right?" And then like squeezes a spark and like rampages in the distance. Like his secret weapon is like rampage or something. That would be hype. I mean, if he actually plans on like usurping um, G1 Megatron. Mm. But no, this one's like, Lord Megatron, can I suck your wee wee for you? And he's like, oh, not now. <laughs> Smacks him out of the way. Oh, sorry, I did the wrong Megatron. Not now. Leave us. <laughs> Leave us. My balls are dry. <laughs> like Beast Wars Megatron is such a like uh, cunning and like powerful, like ambitious tyrant that he literally committed genocide on all of Cybertron after mm -hmm. they left Planet Energon. Yeah. Planet side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like say what you want about Beast Machines, but like his character was very like. Oh, be in Beast done. Machines, that is the. <laughs> that's the most evil, I think, outside of Unicron. That's the most evil a single Transformer is capable of, I think. He killing everyone and capturing their sparks. Yeah. That, yeah. I, that's, that's up there, right? And then you yeah. get this guy and he's like, Oh, do you want a gold disc? Oh, oh please, help yourself to my personal chambers. Champagne? <laughs> foot massage? <laughs> Lord Megatron! I did all of this, and I, I'm paraphrasing, but this is almost literally what he says. I did all of this. I got this golden disc. We came all the way here for you. For yes. you. You're, you here that is, is a great voice. <laughs> <laughs> here it is, Lord Megatron. You're my namesake. I love you, Lord <laughs> Megatron. Daddy, can I call you Daddy? His Kissing his toes. Yeah. Yeah. Holy. More champagne, sir. <laughs> I'm like, 
who's this loser and and how they meet right they're going and they're like hmm it seems we have unexpected visitors and they go out to greet them instead of you know staying in their ship and that's when they get attacked by dinobot a, a, a realistic velociraptor and a t-rex also i, I want to point out i, I which can't really starts it, badass but it, it does it starts badass but much like Josh Trank's uh, uh, Fantastic Four film, it has potential but falls on its face immediately. So um, they all fight, right? Uh, so I was going to point out, though, I don't know what it is, but the shot of just the uh, the Decepticons just strolling, like strutting through the jungle <laughs> with the, like shoulders like back and forth. Welcome to the jungle! <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that shot like cracked me up. It's just the way that they're like moving and everything's yeah. so detailed. They're moving so unorganically. <laughs> oh, guys, I wanted to say about the voice acting before we. Yeah, sorry. We, we um, no, that's all right. Um, I was watching it the second time here for the show. So I prepare myself as a professional I am. Not. Thank you. It's and, appreciated. Um, <laughs> and it's not just the. The very flat deliveries on everything, but I'm just sitting here thinking, okay, if I wasn't watching, I didn't know who the character was that was speaking. Is it Rhinox? Is it uh, is it Justin? Is it um, is it Megatron? Dino? They all sound the same to me. Like there's no. I I know what you mean. Difference. They all just kind of sound like someone doing a voice. Yeah. Whereas you hear Rhinox like off screen, and it's just like. Hey there, little buddy. Right? Like you're like, oh, that's probably like the big guy, the, the rhinoceros. So right here. Wow. Like turbo gear far out. <laughs> right? And you're like, oh, that's the cheetah one, right? Again, right? like, yeah, I'm gonna go munch some garbage. That's clearly the rat. Like there's they're so different and the personalities were so different that they came through with those voices. And when they cast these guys, like our Megatron, Beast Wars Megatron, and his voice just sounds way too high. It's gotta be, this is a big ass dinosaur. Shouldn't it be deeper, like much deeper and than what they're providing? Yeah. It just, it really bothers me. I don't know. I, I don't know if I have an ear for that kind of it stuff. It should be it's commanding. Just... It's not that you have an ear for it. I'm okay, with, like, like uh, Siege had said, I'm okay with people doing a different take. Right. Yeah. But I fine, think it's but... important to capture the essence of a character. And right. um, when we had um, Kelly, the, the physicality, there you go. And when we had Kelly uh, on the show from Dork Tales, he had said, you know, it's been so long since I came here. I thought that Megatron was going to sound like this, but he's actually like, yes. And he's he has a higher voice than I remember. And that's remembering things differently as a kid. But that that goes to show that it's the it's the feeling of the voice that he remembered, the impact of the voice that he remembered, mm -hmm. rather than how high or like low, right? Like a Dinobot, regardless if it's high or low, you can deliver that to a degree. Um, uh, uh, why is the the voice actor skating me, Scott? Scott McNeil. McNeil, thank you. Um, the. You, you don't have to talk like this the entire time. That hurts people's throats. But adding a snarl in there and and the kind of like, uh, the way he always kind of like sighs to himself here or there, th throw it in there. It adds that character arc with the begrudging, like anti-hero turned hero kind of thing. And 
even with the voice acting that is good it's the lines that are written mm -hmm. it's That's the true. deliver the, the delivery and they don't have room to like they don't have time so i don't even really hold it against them it's just like boom tigatron boom rhinox boom cheetor yeah. and then you're like did che did cheetor even say anything like i, I can't remember <laughs> because he did he had like I one think line. He did. yeah <laughs> Oh and they they were like, we've been here, holes. Wait, no, that's what um, uh, obvious Prime sounds like. What does what does Gary, what does uh, Justin Prime sound like? Primal sound like in this? I can't... sounds like obvious Prime to me. It's just not <laughs> it that sounds, different. Yeah, he's like, we've been here. Oh right, we've been here whole cycles. And then um, well, obvious and Prime is like, what? An entire Sunday afternoon. <laughs> okay, so cycles are. One more thing about just Justin yeah. Justin Primal uh, talking. Why does the character? Why does he move his hands around so much like this when he's talking? Like they kind of all do to an extent, but he's always like moving his hands around. Maybe it's he's because. Italian. <laughs> it's I'm because Italian. Because moving talk. He's gesturing like. He's like he's a gesture. super sentai. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like he's a fucking Power Ranger or something. <laughs> and like they all do it to an extent, but uh, Justin Primal <laughs> is doing it way more than any of the other characters. I hadn't noticed I, that, but that's funny. I only noticed it today when I was watching. <laughs> oh, okay. <it. laughs> I I didn't notice. Uh, there were so many other distracting things. <laughs> okay so to get back into the episode so yeah the the decepticons go out because they they're like uh oh uh hilariously enough uh Soundwave is like lord mega you know lord lord megatron like we uh he's like laser huh, how dare you enter unannounced uh, la laser beak <laughs> uh laser beak is detected uh uh some life forms and he's like mm, must be the autobots and Negative. he's like oh actually 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 no it's not and Starscream is like, send me out, Megatron. I will figure out who they are. I can fly. And he's like, no, go back to your room. <laughs> well, then they all go and like are strutting outside. And, I, and then I, they again, go and strut. I, and they, again, I don't know why that shot. They get attacked by a realistic Velociraptor and a T-Rex. Well, well, just before that, we get the very like Jurassic Park type thing where like, like straight up like homaging jurassic park which makes mm -hmm. sense because like jurassic park had an influence on beast obvious influence on beast wars it came out three years later we got a t-rex we got a velociraptor that looks very much like a raptor in jurassic park no realistic <laughs> velociraptor a realistic velociraptor as the tf wiki hilariously refers to dinobot as and then with a link to, to the, the wikipedia article for Jurassic Park, but we get a uh, Utah Raptors. Utah Raptors. We we get a uh, homage to Jurassic Park with like a shot of uh, a puddle on the ground, and we just hear like boom, 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 as and the water like ripples again. It like it it's straight up from Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's true. I like that. It's cool. It and it's you a think a rad battle's gonna yeah come up especially when a big giant fucking tyrannosaurus like shows up and is like Roar! and they're they're all about i like it. his coloration yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah i i like the they could have done it brighter I, I like how these characters all look <laughs> yes i, I like how they all too, look yeah. i like how they all look and i really like those king the 
kingdom uh, versions of the, the the updates of the Autobot, the newer toys of the Autobot or Maximals and Predacons. Yeah, and so Maximals they get charged. They get charged by these uh, these two dinosaurs, these carnivorous dinosaurs, and much like the Maximals who just attacked without um, asking questions first, there's an awesome battle that happens here, right? Right. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> So the Decepticons are about to shoot, and Megatron's just like, hold. Hold. And, and then um, they stop, and they go, Lord, Ma you do the voice so much better than I do. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, so this big Tyrannosaurus, like, roars and whatnot. It and he's is like, you! <laughs> it is you, Lord Megatron, my namesake. Yes! Yes! And I'm like, Who's this fucking guy? Is this is this a different? Is this a bigger like dinosaur character? No, no, is, that's uh, that's it, it, Decepticon is, Megatron. Is this like a redeco of Beast Wars Megatron or something? And he bows to G One Megatron, and I'm like, yeah, he transforms and like kneels right away, and I'm like, no. Okay, the only reason he would ever do that is if he already has a strategy in mind. I, exactly. If there was. To Something fool this could... Megatron and then take advantage. That, that's the only reason he would ever do So that. if this is an alternate timeline where this Megatron is a bitch and Dinobot stayed, because here's the thing, Dinobot left, right? Yeah. Because the Beast Wars Megatron was too big for his britches and made some bad calls. Yeah. Or so Dinobot thought. So, so Dinobot thought. believes. Yeah. This Dinobot stuck around, yeah. so <clears throat> well for now. And somehow, for some reason, him. I... idiocracy. <laughs> My namesake, yes. <laughs> but since you're the real Megatron, I suppose I can go back to my slave name uh, what was his name? <laughs> Galivar. There we go. Galivar. Yeah. Galivar. I would have preferred that. Instead, the <laughs> subtitles are like, uh, what do the subtitles say? Beast um, Megatron, I think. Beast Megatron. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so he, he kneels before Zod, and um, <laughs> he kneels before Zod, and uh, Air Razor is, like, flying overhead in uh, beast mode, and she, like, sees all this going down, and she radios uh, Tigatron, who, again... Can't stand the way Tigatron sounds in this show. Like, ugh, yeah. yeah. Um, so she radios Tigatron and is like, "Oh, uh, we we got some shit going down." Basically, the 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 predic the two may two Megatrons meet. Um, Megatron dose. Even if I try to put aside Tigatron's my favorite. Maximal, right? Um, even if I put aside all of that and I don't, I don't picture the amazing voice acting of Tigatron and yeah. Beast Wars. Mad props to Blue Man Kuma, yes, who voiced him originally. And and I and I take this as a standalone. I just still, I just still don't jive with it. Uh, again, this seems like a voice actor who probably. Uh, was not familiar with the original show at all and was told, hey, you're voicing a tiger. 
<laughs> and he's like, okay, right. I, I'm going to give got a it. performance. I, I got it. I'm going to like be cat-like in my performance. Um, to, to what you were uh, uh, say, what you guys were saying earlier about the, um, um, the, the, the voice acting in the old show versus the new show, I think it can be best summarized in, and like how distinct they were before in, in beast wars versus this show. I think with, with beast wars. And again, this could be to what you were saying, Cal, like, because they had much more time to develop, to like grow into the roles. They felt like actors portraying characters. Whereas a lot of the, performances given in this show feel like actors reading lines mm -hmm. yeah. um, it's just the way tigatron yeah, speaks quickly right like he's right like the way he speaks he's like optimus and i received he, a transmission from air razor and, and i'm like kinda, that sounds like he, a decepticon not he a kind of has he kind of has a voice like this yeah 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 air razors detected megatron and i'm just like he, he he has a bit of a hiss in his voice and like his pitch is kind of high that's, and he speaks quickly that that's why and, i and said frantically like he's like nervous and i'm like no the last <laughs> one to be nervous is tigatron that yeah. that's why i said the voice actor was probably just told hey you're voicing hey, you're, you're told be a cat you've basically. got like 10 lines over these yeah. five episodes <laughs> be, be a cat right. <laughs> it's um, a living uh <laughs> I guess it's too much of our nostalgia seeping in to the show. I try just not to, to sell toys, guys. It's just selling toys. Well, we that's got, the we thing we always try to humble. Toys. We were spoiled with that. We we try to humble ourselves by being like, okay, we understand that we <laughs> yeah. are being super scrutinous of a cartoon <laughs> that's meant to sell toys, right? But that's also what the entirety of our show is about. So you have to make peace with that. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what our show is about. <laughs> we talk about Beast Wars shit and we talk shit about Beast Wars. And so, damn it, we're going to take it seriously. Yes. <laughs> because someone has to. <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, so there's some more dick sucking. I don't know. that. Right. Regard um, regardless, I mean, this show did sell. Actually, it wasn't even this show that sold toys to me, though. It was. It, it toys was, came it, out before the show. So it, just, so. it, yeah. And I already, it was a show that came out 26 years ago that sold mm. me toys in 2021. Yeah. And these nostalgia, this nostalgia is going to sell those toys again. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Because the, they look good. Like you said, the, they do. Yeah. The models yeah. look good. They do. Um, and indeed, I would even say that Siege and Earthrise are like really good. Um, they have their ups and downs, but yeah. They have their ups and downs. Yeah. Um, but like this is a lot of like gobbledygook and like I, I can remember what happens in in uh, Siege and Earthrise like beat for beat like this happens and then this happens and then the uh, kingdom I I don't know like they fight the the arc is a robot um, it ends um, with a big ass cliffhanger involving Unicron that'll never be resolved yeah I yeah. see I didn't even remember that <laughs> I. So back back to the episode. Doesn't like have... Teletran like punt like punch Unicron? I don't 
I don't know. It's... <laughs> so so back to the episode. We have the the scene where the hallway uh, scene, right? We, we have the scene where that I mentioned earlier, where uh, Beast Megatron and G One Megatron are talking, and Beast Megatron is like, "I did all of this for you, my lord, for you. Here, take this golden disc. Yes." <laughs> and uh, G One Megatron is like, "Is like all right, all of you, leave us." And Starscream's like, "What?" And he's like. I said, get the fuck out. But I'm your, 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 your command. I'm the, your, your number one. Please, Lord Megatron. And he's like, and as my number one, you will leave. I order you to take a number two. I order you to take a number two. (laughs) And then uh, whiny Megatron is like, that means you, Dinobot. (laughs) And he's like, okay. So Starscream and Dinobot leave and they're they're in the hallway and Starscream's like, I suppose you're from the future too. And I'm and like, he's like, well, actually, it's my present. But yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Surely you've heard the legends of Air Commander Starscream of the Decepticon Battle Fleet. And I like how Dinobot just kind of like looks and he's like, no, and walks away. <laughs> no, I, I haven't. Like, he doesn't say it insultingly, he just says it kind of, because he thinks about it, he's like, "Mm, no. No. (laughs) Nah, bro. Nah, homie. (laughs) He walks away. And Starscream, with the ego that he has, he's like, ah, well, you will, (laughs) bitch. And then uh, we get introduced to Black Arachnia. Um, Who sees that Starscream has this, like, like broken like the poor little ego and she's all like time to capitalize and for once (laughs) for once a character is like they are from beast wars yeah she would see that weak ego Mm -hmm. and she would come in and go actually and like have her spider paws together (laughs) because she met um starscream in an episode of beast wars we and they worked together (laughs) uh written uh shout out written by uh ian weir who we interviewed on friend of the show yeah friend of the show um but we're on a different timeline so did that happen on this timeline oh shit so but 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 my point but my point arachnia (laughs) was um an archivist she remember on True. Beast Wars, she knew a lot of things that the other people didn't. And we yeah. had joked that when she was a maximal, she was a librarian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So so my point is, um, it, uh, to reinforce what you were saying, Cal, about how a character actually act behaves like they do in Beast Wars. In Beast Wars, when she met Starscream, she did exactly this. She played to his ego to manipulate sure. him. And her body language and the how she's animated too is all the same too, like hand on like the hip and like <laughs> kind of And she if... and she's voiced by uh, uh Jean Carr, who best performance in the entire sh- in this entire show, in my opinion. Yeah. Um and her the performance she gives uh to me seems very it, like it seems like she did the 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 work, like she did the research and pro- this feels like not someone just read as to what you're saying, not just someone yeah. reading lines. It feels like they either had watched the show or in the very least, like had checked out the voice lines of yeah. Black Arachnia. Yeah. Because the inflection mm-hmm. and the way they speak are very similar while being its own. That's, yeah. that's yeah. good. And, and um, Candace, you had said, if you take the visual components away 
and you listen to the show, Starscream is Starscream. Everybody could pick that up. You could immediately pick up that this is Black Arachnia. Oh, yeah. 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 I feel. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there on that one. Um, so she plays to uh, to Starscream's ego, and she's like, "Actually, I have heard the legends of Air Commander Starscream." Starscream's like, "Oh, really?" And they're goody, legendary. Goody, goody, goody. Let me tell you. And he's like, "Ho ho, tell me more." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "All in do- due time, honey." Yeah. He's like, "Well, what do you want?" And she's all like, "I want to survive." But certain people with certain egos make that hard. And Starscream's like, Megatron. <laughs> He's <laughs> always only... been too big for his britches. And the only thing worse than one Megatron is two Megatrons. It's almost like we're completing each other's uh, cycles. Oh, cycles. <laughs> uh, sure, kid. <laughs> so yeah, she's feeding that descent because she all oh and when she drops i like this when she's she drops and she transforms again none of them say terrorize or yeah. maximize guys <laughs> it's not trademarked ma- <laughs> there is a um, line i think it's in the next episode where they actually where prime uh justin primal actually says maximals maximize and uh i think it's bumblebee and wheeljack are like looking at each other and bumblebee is like does does that mean transform I I actually dug that. I think that's in the next episode, but I actually dug that line. I'm probably, when I make a new intro for this, new theme intro for this podcast, uh, which I'm going to be doing soon, I'm probably going to insert that line into it. (laughs) (laughs) So meanwhile, the Predacons are getting along great with the Decepticons. And meanwhile, the whole things with the Autobots and Maximals, they're still like bickering, seeing if they can like trust each other, blah, blah, blah. Go on, show me your matrix of leadership. Where is it? And <laughs> where is it? Where is she? And, and um, he's like, I was oh. like, oh, 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 hold on, hold, hold on. I, I, oh, I'm going to tell on, you where it is. Second. I, 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 I got it here on me. I, 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 just a moment. Here. I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell hold. you where it is. And, and, and that's hold the your horses. I, I... <laughs> Jimmy yeah, I left it in my other pants. I. <laughs> This is like this whole like to me kind of like a lazy writing of a segue like the Matrix isn't with him it's with Megatron and then DMX plays and it's like X go give it to you and like Decepticon like Megatron walks out and he's got that big ammo belt with the Matrix of Leadership (laughs) on the front and he's like do you like my bling Beast Megatron it's like all yes <laughs> I like to imagine the uh the the decept like uh, uh, Megatron like emerges with his like bullet belt matrix to like fucking like ministry or something like that playing. <laughs> you better ministry. than DMX. There you go. <laughs> ministry or like Fear Factory or something. <laughs> Just some in some uh some like nineties industrial metal. Or Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, oh. that that can be um uh that could be like uh pterosaur is like flying around like uh being like fancying himself like you know like iron man like swooping in like with acdc playing but for pterosaur it's there like guns and roses yeah. i can play 
<laughs> and Pterosaur uh, is like, welcome to the jungle, baby. <laughs> welcome to the jungle. <laughs> I'm so mad Pterosaur isn't in this show. Or actually, maybe I'm not mad because who knows what they would have done be- with him. Imagine- <laughs> I just want to see him like hopping around on like his two little like feet. <laughs> um, also, Scorponok is in it, but like they're like a bunch of them and they're small. I, yeah, yeah he he has like mirage powers where he can like make multiples of himself but the show doesn't explain it at all i thought I, it was just they were like a minor bot you know how like the decepticons yeah. have a whole bunch of um Refractor. guys that look just like infractor <laughs> <laughs> right like just slight differences in it i thought just like their like ground troop were a bunch of little scorpionogs i which really sucks because scorpionogs important damn it Candace, that cat oh. behind you is adorable. Oh, is he behind me? <laughs> yes. Yes. He's <laughs> so quiet. I didn't even know he was there. He should have voiced Tigatron. Yeah, you there you go. Voice Tigatron, Blanny. You're going to let that slip by, meow? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we do help them get the Allspark, uh, what's in it for us? Except he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> oh yeah. So, now, uh, so Cal, Justin, Justin. Oh, sorry. I mean, go we ahead. had, we had. One suck up already, so that's Megatron. We can't have Scorpionog. You can't have a suck up to the suck up to the suck up. Come well, on. this one would be different. This would be like the IDW comics one, where he's actually boss and he's actually a believer in like the, nice. the Predacon cause. <laughs> See, I was gonna say, uh, Candace, he'd probably that, be that, smacking basically... Megatron around. Candace, what you just described is basically retail management. Oh, right. One person suck. Yeah. Everyone is just sucking as up a sycophant to <laughs> the next person up the ladder yeah. from them. Uh, yeah. Not at my current job, however. My man Scorpionok does not uh, make an appearance. No. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, to get back to the show, uh, Justin and the the Maximals are in the Ark, and they're like Justin and the Maxabots. Justin and the Maxabots. They're like, all right, we have to huddle up. Okay, yeah, huddle up. Go, yeah. go go away, go away, stupid Autobots. We we got get the fuck up. out of here. You guys are like trucks or something. There aren't even roads here, losers. Uh, and then, monkey, not monkey, not truck, motherfucker. Woo! Monkai go through tree. Truck no go through jungle. <laughs> Me smart, you dumb. Um, <laughs> Me swing from tree to tree. <laughs> and uh, they get oh, together yeah. and uh, Rat Trap's like, hey, wait a second. If we help them, won't we cease to exist? And uh, <laughs> Rhinox is like, well, theoretically, <laughs> if, if we're, if we're going to go out anyway, might as well uh, start passing cold ones around. <laughs> that was the case anyway when we uh, followed Mega Dump through this to this planet, right? So... Good thing I brought this mini fridge with me, so uh, here we go. Start tossing cold ones around. Here, the Autobots can have them too. Yeehaw. I've been saving uh, my alcohol-free draft just for them. And they did... he throws a few of the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Canada Dry, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> um, so they uh, decide to help them, they, sort they... of? They they decide to help them sort of. But prior to that, the the Maximals were like talking about like uh, uh, stealing energon and parts from the Ark. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the Bumblebee is finally the one to say something. He's like, "Hey, you talk about trusting us. 
Who the like, fuck, fuck are you, you guys? Who the fuck are <laughs> like one? Who even are you? Nobody fucking cares about you. You're like on this planet nobody knows about. Two, like you're just coming in here and you're like taking like scrap parts and you're taking our energon. Get there. Yeah. We don't need you. And... Get out of here. And they're like, right. huh, trust me, this place doesn't even have any that much worth taking. As their like hands are full of parts and like energon, and it's like, well, then drop it, losers. Ooh. And they call it an antique, which I get from their perspective, it is. But the at this point, the Ark is a fairly new ship still. Like, it's not old. But it's it was still millions say, of years old. Obvious Prime is like, well, we'll share our technology with you. I'm like, what technology? Stuff is really oh, old. Oh, yeah, that line. They're just perplexing really lines <laughs> throughout War for Cybertron that specifically Obvious Prime delivers. We'll share our technology. Imagine somebody from, like you know like the roman era coming and being like ah oh, yeah. i ice vice can share my um uh my um aqueduct technology with you and it's like <laughs> we have plumbing is this like aqueduct like but a better aqueduct <laughs> right it's just like yeah, well that's what I good point thinking. i didn't catch that it's like you're not gonna help them with anything <laughs> and they're I mean, like huh fine them. like you you beasts can do go do your own thing and one oh, of them I, is like I, you say beasts like it's a bad thing oh i see your um uh damn it my gaming pc is broken uh <laughs> here let us help let me help you take my apple II monochrome <laughs> monitor and five inch floppy drive <laughs> and repair your computer technology with it and they're just take like, this thanks no. i guess <laughs> it, take this it atari away. 2600 yeah <laughs> an like, xbox controller has a little bit a few more buttons on it than the joystick and single button on this here take our nintendo entertainment system to repair your playstation 5. <laughs> yeah that's a good point that's only a difference of 30 years just take it out to the yard and take a baseball bat to it like an office space <laughs> And just beat the exactly. shit out of it. They yeah, don't need so that stuff. One of the more interesting Maximals so far is Air Razor. And she's yep. like, come in, big cat daddy. Come in, cat daddy. I'm being <laughs> chased by a some sort of other bird. He's got jets. Over. Hawk Two to Megatrons tiger. confirmed. Hawk to tiger. Great, great call signs, by the way. No one will ever on the enemy team will ever know who is talking to who. No one ever. Hawk to tiger. Well, they Hawk won't because they all sound the same. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hawk to tiger. I think that's Cheetor talking Burn. to Rhinox. <laughs> <laughs> I like their reason. It's like that joke that um we've always made. I can't tell. I can't remember if I've ever mentioned it to you. It's like, oh, it's a good thing that when they scanned for animals to turn into, that like Cheetor ended up getting a cheetah. And Rhinox ended up getting a rhinoceros. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been weird if, like, um, like Rat Trap got um, like an armadillo? <gasps> same shape, same kind of like weird creature. He could roll around. He rolls when he becomes um, transmetal, right? But like, what if yeah. Cheetor had gotten the gorilla? Yeah. Hmm. Good thing their names kind of lined up with the animals on Pazinojama. <laughs> what did they pick their 
names after their beast modes or like they change their names after in the show but in that like stupid ass like uh <laughs> idw comic from uh 2021 which we've reviewed uh several issues of now and more to come ladies and gentlemen um in that comic like we we see them on Cybertron before they crash on Planet Energon and before they have beast modes and they're still Rat Trap, Cheetor, oh, okay. Rhinox. It's not very creative. Neither is that comic. They would have different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, more to come on on we, that. We made no friends with the writer of that comic book who actually commented. Who actually commented oh. on us bitching about it? Friend of the show, um, oh, Eric, Eric Burnham, I think his name Eric is. Eric Burnham, yeah, friend of the okay. show. Well, we're never that. getting an interview with him, let me tell you. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, their their names are... And here's the thing. Uh, Megatron's name on the show, Beast Wars Megatron's name is Galavar. Before yeah. he takes on the namesake Megatron. So you'd think they'd all have a name like that. Uh, for example, um, uh, Obvious Prime's name on this was Orion. Orion packs before he got the packs, right? that That's yeah. canonically think, with G1 as well. You think with Cheetor, yeah. like their their name would be other things, but no, their names like Cheetor, Rhinox, and, and because and, the way they introduced themselves on the original Beast Wars show was like they had different names, so now they're creating. Cheetor you know, is like now looking. Cheetor is like looking at his mirror, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a cheetah." No, you can call me Cheetor. Like they, it seems right. like they, it like they, they find their names. names. Yeah, I don't know. I was just. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Until, like, I. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I just always thought it would be funny that they like landed and been like, "Hey, Cheetor, what kind of animal is that?" Right, and he's like a dog, or a wolf. <laughs> it was I was once. Galavar, yes, but now, now I'm Megatron. Now I'm my Beast hero. Megatron, my hero. <laughs> uh, change your name immediately. <laughs> going to have to do something about that name. <laughs> Actually, a line Megatron before? says. <laughs> what was your name before? Galavar. Uh, uh, go back to that. <laughs> Why don't uh, so? Why don't you, Galavar? Why don't you change your name back to Galavar and gallivant the fuck out of my Galavar face? Galavar the fuck <laughs> out of here, <laughs> Magnus! I'm surrounded by fools. <laughs> As you command, mighty Megatron. Yes. I'll heat up the bath for you. <laughs> I okay, okay, we're going off. As you can see, do you see how we uh, have more fun by just making fun of the yes, episodes we don't yes. like? Yeah. Um, anyways, there's a cool fight between Air Razor and Razorbeak where she actually does eagle shit. Like there's oh, yeah. an aerial combat maneuver and boom, and you'd think that would destroy Razorbeak. Because um, like, hey, Golden Eagles, um, biggest raptors on the planet. Um, well, biggest alive raptors on the planet um Not realistic velociraptors um hunt wolves like they can be trained to like hunt wolves uh youtube mongolian like wolf hunting with gold eagles like they're huge um well, she was a peregrine falcon uh, she yeah was an eagle or no she's a falcon be... oh right because she dives and she screeches and 
falcons tuck their wings in when they do the the thing okay well she falcons have huge claws i thought she was an eagle but you're right i'm freeze framing it here she's kind of a cross between she looks like a juvenile bald eagle to me in the show you're right her head (laughs) coloration her head coloration isn't white but it is a softer color okay anyways she's supposed to be a peregrine falcon but on this she's a cross between a falcon and an eagle and Perfect. because her her feet are different colors anyway she's a she's big a, old bird she's a big old bird, big old bird. <laughs> she's a raptor and she's got raptor claws and she gets Hell the yeah. first attack on Razorbeak. Razorbeak's got a little something called lasers <laughs> and uh takes out air razor oh so laser beak laser beak yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. make fun of cow <laughs> <laughs> oh um, did i say razor beak yeah yeah did, did i combine their names <laughs> Air razor beak. That's their combined vision <laughs> form. Yes. <laughs> and then and then we see uh, thirty to fifty feral hogs show up, and one of them transforms into razor beast. Razor beast. The name's <laughs> taken. Oink oink. Um, and... <laughs> the razor beast. <laughs> what would he sound like? This show would have been better with he Razor Beast. He would have Pumba. Hey, yeah, he would have sounded like Pumba. <laughs> they call me Mr. Pig. <laughs> they call me Mr. Pig. <laughs> oh God. And then, I wish um, he was cloned. Di- and then Dinobot would have been eaten him somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, Laser Beak. And Soundwave, like, pick Air Razor up, and it's like, Lord Megatron, I found a bird. <laughs> Tosses her body over. Dinner is served, Lord Megatron. Because when he comes in, he's holding her by the... F- yeah. Like, she's actually small, and he's holding it like a, like a hunter would hold... Yeah. Like a, a bird, pheasant. Or, yeah. Like a pheasant or a turkey or something. Terrible. And I'm like, oof. <laughs> it just tosses her on the ground. Have the most loyal subjects, Lord Megatron. I've wanted to feast upon her for cycles. Yes, my idiot followers can't even fly because yeah. terror, uh, pterosaur died long ago in the in Beast Wars season two, <laughs> three, two, and two, and Waspinator went to beast mode and flew back to Cybertron. Yes! He's still out there somewhere. To this day, <laughs> we cannot, like, it's, did you know it's canon that Waspinator just flies back to Cybertron? And so, uh, Candace, a thing that we, we came, yeah. when we were reviewing Beast Machines, a thing we came to the conclusion of, because Waspinator ends up becoming one of the Viacons, what yeah. we ended up figuring out was that the implication was that Waspinator, like, literally, because he ends up in the back in the present, right? And he he somehow time traveled. Well, canonically, like, what we ended up figuring out was that he just like went to beast mode and flew into space and flew back to Cybertron, and it just took him four million years to get there. <laughs> That's when you so start, he like, didn't time travel. It just took him a long time. I guess that's one way. I've always wanted that explained because it bothers me so much about that show. And that, that's there kind you of go. the information. You're on too much energon. We deliver answers, damn it. Oh, Wasminator has a long journey ahead of him. I better bring snacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's pretty good. 
But anyways, so they, they got Airazor. Airazor. <laughs> Such loyal subjects. I've been trying to catch that bird for cycles. <laughs> Christmas so has come early, Lord Megatron. Yes. And again, I like how what she looks like when she transforms into her robot mode. Mm, yeah. And uh, yeah, Megatron's like, you're going to lead us to the Autobots and the Maximals. I, I'm never not going to have fun. Not I'm never not going to have fun uh, just like making fun of like stupid Megatron in the show. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Menacing music crescendos. And... <laughs> scene <laughs> um and that's uh that's episode one of um war for cybertron kingdom war for cybertron kingdom here uh, before, or do we oh. should we just jump oh uh, i was gonna say closing arguments or what do you think i mean the closing arguments is kind of when we give the uh good the, point the rating go ahead so <laughs> here on too much energon we rate episodes of beast wars beast machines war for cybertron even board games on the too much energon scale, which ranges from not enough energon to a sufficient amount of energon to too much energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Let's start with our guest this week. Uh Candace, what are you what are you giving what are you gonna rate this episode of War for Cybertron mm, Kingdom? It's gonna be I'm gonna put it between not enough energon and just okay like in the middle there what was the one he says in the a sufficient amount of energy sufficient i'm gonna put it between those it's pretty low though okay so what what would you would it would it be one or the other or would is it, it be... like hard to put <laughs> come on guys <laughs> wait would it be a high not enough energon or a low sufficient energon low sufficient okay, okay so it just yeah. just makes the it's, passing great yeah, okay. we're talking like c minus <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, okay. C plus, okay. C minus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Cal. What are you? What are you rating this episode? Uh, it gets a surplus amount of no, no, it does not. <laughs> when did I make that that joke? Surplus? Uh, well, I, no, I, I, I um, can't remember. It's a. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the show brought to the table. But it, it did do anything like I get. Why would the Predacons not be the ones that fought? And why would the Maximals be the ones that fought? I. It's just kind of like op opposite y. What I didn't. What I, what I didn't. We grew up with, Cal. Okay. Put it aside. They're yeah, put it aside. Now. It's a sufficient amount of Energon. <laughs> um, I like some of them. Um, I'm fine with um, uh, Justin Primal's like, voice. Can yep. kind of dig it already do an impression of it if i can do like an impression and get a feel for it that means that there's a delivery there's a a distinction right and we were complaining that they don't have a distinction there is in the leaders of the predacons and the max maximals even if one's whiny and the other one is <laughs> like this um but um yeah it's, it's a big old sufficient amount of energon so I didn't mention this uh, 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 when I was uh, going over what the ratings are, but there, there's a fourth option. Oh God! In the the too much energon scale, that's that's reserved for exceptional 
cases. Uh, am I going to oh. do it? Am I going to do it? Are you? Yeah, I'm, I, no? I, I'm doing it. I'm giving this episode no energy on. No energy. You disliked it more than both of us. I, I was really? actually pretty kind to this uh, to this show when I watched it last year, but rewatching, Man. I've rewatched it twice now in the past week, and um, I, I've said this about War for Cybertron in general. It's a show that very much does not pass the refrigerator test. Um, oh, yeah. Which uh, I, I've explained it before, but the refrigerator test is basically when you walk away from watching something and you're like, huh, and you start, you go to the fridge to like get a snack or a drink or something and you start thinking about, start actually start like thinking about it and it ceases making sense almost immediately. And the more you think about it, the more holes you find or the less things make sense or. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Why do the, why do the Maximals just attack the Autobots out of nowhere? That's always bugged me. Yeah, I know. Me too. Why? Why is uh, Beast Megatron this like big, menacing, powerful creature a uh, whiny sycophant? And that's not even like because like oh, that's not even that's not me. exaggerating anything either. I know. <laughs> and that's not even me complaining purely based on the fact that it's just not the way that Megatron has been depicted. Oh, that's not nostalgia. It's just like why is the leader of the Predacons? Such a beta. A little <laughs> yes, bitch. such a little bitch. Yeah, such a simp. <laughs> like, no, it's bad. Um, the introductions to all the characters is extraordinarily Shoddy. rushed. It's rushed. Mm -hmm. there, there we go. Yeah. Rushed. yeah. Give rushed. me a 30 second scene, like I had said, where <laughs> Rhinox is hanging out with Wheeljack, doing repairs. Rat Trap is with uh, Bumblebee. You know, I pair them off yeah. Yeah. to show. But instead, they just bicker all fucking episode and go, huddle up, huddle up, oh, prove it, prove it. Where is she? <laughs> oh, where's the doll? Where's the matrix of leadership, bitch? Huh? Where is it? Did you lose it? Huh? Huh? Did bullies take it? I got two swords. You only got one. <laughs> it's. Yeah, and like. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing of consequence other than the characters meeting really happens in this episode. Nothing, ha nothing happens. Yeah, nothing at all. Uh, and the things that toys. happens are the seeds. Toys happen. Yeah, fuck you, toys. <laughs> toys. Um, <laughs> Good toys, as a matter of fact. I really um, like the toys. Black Arachnia scene with Starscream is Great. a saving grace. It, that is yeah, a saving grace. Yeah. Um, uh, Air Razor getting captured and her lines and the some of the um saving grace um nothing that's what is it? <laughs> there's got to be more than that air razors <laughs> little fight that's like 30 seconds around the women black arachnia and actually they're the more interesting we'll get into that when we end up doing kingdom but actually yes black arachnia the the those characters are more interesting. I, I've actually rewatched the first uh, three episodes of this show, mm. and I'm being very hard on this one. It does get better. And it gets better. It gets better. <laughs> a little bit. And then, kind of, and, then, and then it kind of falls over again. <laughs> but um, the, the standout of this show really is the dynamic between Black Arachnia, Starscream, and Dinobot. Like, their, mm. their whole bit. Yeah. And Dinobot and Air Razor. Oh, in the next three, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. But this one, but we, we get, get none of that in this episode. We get Starscream and Black Arachnia, some well, we, we Air Razor, that, yeah. 
um, fighting razor, um, razor beak, <laughs> um, <laughs> air razor beast beak, <laughs> um, razor laser beak maxima, laser laser beast. <laughs> I want. There should be a laser beast. <laughs> what would he look? What would they look like? Laser beast. Uh, they they. They'd look like a dragon from um, uh, that game, uh, the game that we like, uh, Blood Dragon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. They, they would transform Laser into a beast. Blood Dragon. Yeah. Uh, but is there anything else? Come on, let's help each other out. Is there any? What, what did, any other saving graces? <laughs> then you know what? It kind of actually, if that's it, it kind of sounds like sufficient amount of energon as being generous. And I am. Yeah. Normally, we're not allowed to do that, but I, it, it gets not enough. Okay. It's not terrible. It's not like uh, who are those stupid aliens from Beast Wars? Uh, the Vok. The, the, the oh, the, that that's no Energon. That is like insulting. That that's my lowest shit ever. This is not enough. This is not enough Energon. I'm I'm changing mine because if okay. I can only think of one thirty second scene, <laughs> it's good. That's not good, guys. Okay, so I'll change mine to to not enough because oh, okay <laughs> because no energon is when like I've only ever given that rating twice before. No energon is when an episode is just completely irredeemable, and there are things about this episode that I like. I like how the characters look, and I like mine shifted I, I like down, Black, yours shifted up, <laughs> I, and I like Black Arachnia and Air Razor, and I like Dinobot and Starscream, and I like all of their dynamics. So gets I I really like enough. the scene between uh, does he, go between ahead. Starscream and Dinobot and then Starscream <clears throat> and Black Arachnia. Oh, that's that's right. When he's like, "Perhaps you've heard of me." Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and again, saving grace, ten second conversation where Dinobot just says no. <laughs> So that means it's not good. And then 30 second conversation where Black Arachnia uh, manipulates Starscream by playing to his So ego. yeah, it's, it's not yeah. enough Energon. Not <laughs> enough Energon. Well, that was episode 95 of Too Much Energon. Best way to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're at the single $5 tier, which is known as the Gary tier. You get uh, bonus preamble audio. And you get commentary tracks, you get our news and current events program, Laser Comb Tonight, and you also get uh, the ability to pick a show for us to review a random episode of on our other podcast, the Laser Comb Podcast. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Follow the show on Twitter at Too Much Energon, or you can follow me on Twitter at lasercomb, spelled the same way. Cal, you are at? And I'm at NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. And Candace, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook, uh, Stasis Log Podcast. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Candice.Santora. And Twitter, I'm on there somewhere, Candice Santora or something like that. All right. Oh, yeah. Anybody that's and fans YouTube. of the show and that's YouTube. not. YouTube. Yeah. Um, find yeah. our final parodies, annual Christmas songs. Like Gary I, and I I've, I've enjoyed those. <laughs> um, also, if which the listeners obviously are, you like uh, OG Beast Wars like art or even like some of the Transformers, you have a lot of that on your Instagram and yes. some of the photography, like when they're in the snow. Oh, 
I, yeah. oh, they I like yeah. masterpiece tigatron <laughs> yeah those, those are great photos yeah yeah uh, um but yeah oh and the next time you talk to uh mr chalk himself let him know that uh too much energons our patreon tier is named after him because <laughs> it's, it's just literally named after him it's named gary holy tell you <laughs> uh but it's been great having candace thank you for uh oh, thank you. on thank you for stomach king uh war <laughs> oh, for cybertron yeah. kingdom um, upon review <laughs> it has actually been worse than i re remember <laughs> and i remember it being pretty forgettable right? yeah oh yeah. wait we exactly. should go back to uh to episode 50 where we had uh because uh, we recorded that the day that this that war for cybertron kingdom dropped right. and uh, we had all watched like a different amount of like i had watched like two i think and I, I watched all of it. I watched all of it. I watched all of it. I think our guest host, uh, Dan from What the Famicom, the What the Famicom podcast. I think he had watched four of them, um, and uh, we we kind of gave our impression. That that was very much it, for episode fifty of Too Much Energy. It was very much just a hangout episode, but we also talked about Kingdom first impressions and right. and uh, it'd be interesting to go back to to listen to what our thoughts. Uh, yeah about it our initial impressions were over a year ago uh anyway so i as i said that has been episode 95 of too much energy uh we won't be back next week because i'm moving again uh so we're taking next week off we'll, out we'll of be the back predacon base out of the predacon base <laughs> and uh uh into onto a mysterious uh flying island perhaps i perhaps perhaps i don't know uh, anyway, we'll be back in two weeks with episode 96 of Too Much Energon, where we're going to be talking about War for Cybertron Kingdom episode, or chapter two. And until then, I've been one of your hosts, The Siege. And I'm NeoCal. And I was the guest today, Candace. Shout out to my friend Thomas, who listens to you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Thomas. Thomas! Thomas! <laughs> Shout out to Thomas. Uh, thanks for listening, man. And uh, once again, thanks, uh, Candace, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Appreciate and your it. kitty. The true uh, yes. Tigatron. <laughs> right the, there. The true in the star. fur himself. <laughs> the true star of Kingdom. He doesn't have Tigatron's personality, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> Nobody so does. Pretty, Not even more... Tigatron, he's a... apparently. <laughs> oh, he's much more of a rat trap. <laughs> uh, yeah. And until next time. It maximize. is you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> maximize cool. unless you know you don't want to oh optional yeah i guess right. Tra transformation is optional but you're gonna make the sounds of your ancestors when you do it <laughs> I, I i don't know bye 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 oh my God. Cool. <laughs> it's not even transformers